0: The following is a presentation of the Match Talk Podcast Network.
1: I always want to go out and finish matches. Uh, it's like going. It's like a fighter going out and you want to knock somebody out. I want to go out and I want to tech you.
0: I don't mind front cast. Uh, but it doesn't sound very cool. I didn't want to have that conversation with my mom saying, hey, uh, yeah, I'm not going to the world. I, you know, I was like, I don't think I could like take you down all the time. I'm like, but I think I can get like one out of ten. Yeah, sometimes it's the place to go and you've got to get a Gally boy and, and a fried zucchini in a California I remember days where I wasn't even the best guy in my room, you know, let alone the best guy in the world Here I am at 30 years old, my 100% focus is winning a world championship and an Olympic gold in 2016 So who can say that for 12 years straight, I haven't let money dictate my life I, I just look inside my heart, look inside my mind, what do I want to do? And it's time for Bonus Points, the official podcast of USA Wrestling. Now let's join your host, USA Wrestling's coordinator of broadcasting
1: and social media marketing, Richard Immel. Wrestling fans, what's going on? It's time for another episode of the USA Wrestling Bonus Points podcast, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance Play Positive. Today on the show, I am chatting with two-time NCAA champion for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, Alex Derringer. We're going to delve into his career and find out exactly what it is that makes him tick and such a great wrestler. So that'll be coming up shortly, but first, I want to hit some quick news items. It's been a while since we've got some news out on the show. was out sick the last couple weeks, starting to feel a little better, uh, so we're going to get back into the swing of things here. First off, we've got a couple events coming up next week on Sunday. It's going to be the NWCA All-Star Classic on the campus of Georgia Tech. are going to see the nation's top college stars getting after it. There's going to be a few lineup changes for the Classic, so you'll want to stay tuned to your social media or themat.com, and we will keep you posted and up-to-date on the finalized matchups for the All-Star Classic. And again, that's going to be on Sunday evening. Also coming up next week on the 6th and 7th of November, it's going to be the Bill Farrell International held at the New York Athletic Club in Manhattan. going to be a big-time international event. A lot of great wrestlers entered, both American and foreign wrestlers. So both of those events, the Bill Farrell and the All-Star Classic, going to be streamed live on Flow Wrestling if you want to tune in and check out those events. Also coming out this week... The NWCA Coaches Poll was released. Oklahoma State is your preseason number one, led, of course, by our featured guest of the day, Alex Deringer. They've got, in total, five guys on their team who have All-Americaned in Clamara, Heil, Deringer, Crutchmer, and Marsden. And you also got a bunch of tough guys coming into the lineup. Kalica uh, going down to 49 from 57. He's been around to 12 twice. A guy like Chance Marsteller... Expected to be in the lineup at 157. So it's going to be a good lineup for Oklahoma State. Number two was Penn State. They are returning five All-Americans as well. And have a slew of red shirts coming out of the woodworks. Michael Lutis, Rutherford. Then you got freshmen like Nolf and Bo Nickel, Nevels. So they're going to be a tough lineup as well. So that's your one and two in the coaches poll to start the preseason. In other college news, Drew Perriano is out at Northwestern University. Matt Storniolo going to fill in as the interim head coach. Still not a lot of news out as to the particulars of the situation over at Northwestern, but we will keep you posted. And on the women's side of things, Simon Fraser, the Clan won the Cliff Keen Duels in Oklahoma City over the weekend. And the Cliff Keen Duels, for those of you who don't know, very prestigious, very high-quality Women's dual Meet Tournament uh, featured all the top teams. Simon Fraser, who was your number five team in the preseason coming into this tournament, took out number six, McKendree, 30-14 to 14 in the gold medal duel. Your two-time defending national champions, King University, came in third. So we're starting to see a lot of parity in the women's ranks. Uh, some exciting matchups. So we will keep you posted on the women's side of things moving forward as well. And that's going to do it for our news portion of the program before we head into our interview with Alex Deringer. I want to give you a quick stat. I'm going to tell you that Oklahoma State last won a team national title in 2006. In that same year, Jake Rochalt won his third NCAA title, and that was the last time an Oklahoma State Cowboy won three NCAA titles. So Rochalt was the 15th all-time, three-time national champion for Oklahoma State. Deringer looking to become the 16th and lead his team, which is a preseason number one team, to the national title. We will see if that stat correlates moving forward, of course, with Mr. Derringer. But just something to think about. And now what do you say let's get to it? Going to sit down with two-time NCAA champion, three-time NCAA All-American, Oklahoma State Cowboy, Alex Dieringer, coming up next on Bonus Points. Liberty Mutual Insurance believes that kids should experience the best that youth sports have to offer in environments that promote and display good sportsmanship. The Liberty Mutual Insurance Play Positive program provides helpful tools, advice and resources to youth sports parents and coaches in addition youth wrestling clubs around the country are eligible for a chance to earn two thousand five hundred dollars by pledging to promote good sportsmanship in the liberty mutual insurance play positive pledge program liberty mutual insurance is a proud partner of usa wrestling learn more at playpositive.com today This is Jordan Burroughs, two-time world champion and 2012 Olympic gold medalist, and you are listening to the USA Wrestling Bonus Points podcast with Richard Amor. All right, I'm joined by Alex Deranger, two-time NCAA champion for Oklahoma State. Uh, how's it going, my man? Good to have you on the show.
0: Good, good. I'm excited for this upcoming season. Um, obviously, we got the NWA or Classic this weekend, so I'm getting ready for that. Get all my homework done. You know I'm excited. My last year, so I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah, man. Um, well, first I wanted to talk to you a little bit uh, off the wrestling mat. You know, uh, it was a it was a tough weekend for Oklahoma State uh, in general. Um, you know, the whole homecoming. Uh, I mean, it was really a tragic situation there. Uh, what What has the past week been like for you? you know your wrestling team uh the campus in general has it been any different for you guys um sort of coming together over such a horrible situation
0: yeah i mean obviously homecoming's supposed to be like you know one of the happiest days of the year for our school and we have such a great great homecoming and uh, for that to happen is just a tragedy so you know but the good thing is our 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 uh campus and our our community is so strong and i really showed you know these past couple of days you know showing you know, how strong we are and how, how, how we came together. And I, I feel like that's, that's
1: pretty awesome to have, you know, so it's,
0: it's been hard, but you know, we're working through it and we're just staying strong.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, it's good to hear that you guys are staying strong. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, we wish the best for, for anyone affected by that situation, but having said all that, let's talk some wrestling. When's the last time we saw you compete? Was it beat the streets last time we we actually saw you out on the mat, giving it a go?
0: Yep, yep. May twentieth, May twenty first, um of the summer. So it's
1: been a while. But yeah, yeah. That's what, that's
0: what I do stuff I... and ready to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I messed up last week with the Gwiz. Uh I I didn't I forgot he competed out in Spain. So I just wanted to double check myself there. But yeah, mm-hmm. so so you wrestled uh Joey Davis, who was a three time D two champ, how to beat the streets. He won nine zero. Uh that was that was a pretty interesting match, you know. A lot of people wanted to see Davis wrestling against the the high caliber Division One guys, and he and he takes the match against you. What was that atmosphere like for you? You know, your last time out on the mat, wrestling in Times Square, wrestling a, a pretty big match. It's been a while, but what what was that experience like for you?
0: I mean, when I was asked to come there, I was I I mean I took it right away. I wasn't I didn't think twice. You know, that's a great great event. You know, for a great cause. And uh, you know, obviously in, in Times Square, it's one of the coolest places to wrestle. So I mean, it was it was an awesome experience, and I wrestled a good opponent you know I had everything to lose and he didn't but you know I I took it anyway just cuz I you know I wanted to experience that and it was one of the coolest experiences I ever had so it was a it was a pleasure for them to have me there and you know it was it was a very exciting event
1: going off the summer wrestling aspect a little bit uh, when when is the last time you you wrestled freestyle competition um b- before that you know with junior worlds I'm trying to date back um mm-hmm.
0: yeah junior worlds was the last time
1: all right when I uh, took silver yeah so given that um, it's been two summers now, I believe. We haven't seen you wrestling outside of the college season. Can you give some insight on, uh, you know, what your thinking, thought process is as far as deciding not to compete at the, uh, you know, the big freestyle competitions?
0: Oh, no, yeah, I'm I'm going to be going for as long as I can. And once, once this uh, college season's over, I mean, freestyle is my passion. So, you know, I'm really excited to start my international career come – for after wrestling season. You know, I've only got like three weeks before the, was it the trials? So, it's, I mean, I don't have much time, but I'll be, I'll be conditioned ready for sure. I'm not to pick up some of my freestyle pointers from coach and everything, but, you know, I'll I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'm excited for wrestle at 74 kilos against those guys. So, I'm really excited for my international career to come and I'm, I'm going to go until at least 2020 and hopefully if my body's holding up, I'll go longer, you know? So, we'll see how that goes.
1: Awesome. Well, that was one of my questions. Uh, Seventy four is probably the the weight for you. It's got to be an exciting weight class, you know. You you coming in and you're going to be one of the top guys right off the bat, getting a crack at Burrows. Um, you know, is that a that's obviously a big time goal for you? Be um, excited for that? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, Burrows is a great opponent. Obviously, there's other guys besides him, but I'm aiming to be the best in the world, and I I mean, he's a good guy to aim for. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, I got a great coach, and I truly I, I really believe that he'll he'll help me into the path to, to beating him and doing doing great things after that. So I'm really excited um, to see what happens.
1: So, looking back at this summer, um, since the season's about to start, what what's been your primary focus? You know, since we haven't seen you competing as much, uh, you know, what are you trying to to focus on and learn and develop uh, since last season?
0: Well, in the summer, I didn't wrestle too much. I was doing a lot of camp stuff. And I, and then the year before that, I didn't do it either. And I actually was more dominant. And I think one reason I was is because I got to coach and I got to see, see like small little things that I needed to work on also, you know, as I was teaching and stuff like that. So I think that helped me a lot in my wrestling aspect as well. But once I got back to the wrestling, you know, couple, about a few months ago, two, months, two, two or three months ago, I really focused on just being like smoother with my attacks and and on my attacks more, even though I've, I've always been really big on my attacks. But I'm trying to dominate more this year, and I'll, I'll, I'm going for the Hodge, So i got to I got to do more, or at least the same, if not more, than I did last year. So, And that's what I'm aiming for, just more attacks, and obviously at the same time staying in good position, make them take a bad shot, and then I get a quick go-behind. So just stuff like that, staying in good position and just attacking.
1: Well, let's look at last season for you. Uh, coming into the season, you know, a lot of speculation about you moving up in weight? what you're what you're going to do uh, as far as weight classes is concerned that was sort of a big theme for for you what was the process behind that decision you've I mean obviously you won the NCAA title so you feel good about it um, are you more comfortable with that weight class or is there maybe even uh, would you be comfortable higher at 74 I know that's been discussion as well probably not going to go there since you have have crutchmer at 74 but uh, you, you feel good where you're at weight wise
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, the thing at 57 was I was just, I was just too big. It was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that, it was more like I was wrestling practice to lose weight and not focus on getting better. So I, I feel like that wasn't, it wasn't fun for me really in that aspect. So I think moving up to 55 was a big help. And, and even in high school, whenever I, so I'd go to Fargo and wrestle uh, one weight at Greco or in Greco and then move up a weight in freestyle. I was always up better. So, I always wrestled better when I was stronger, and I realized that. So, moving up to sixty-five was not really a problem for me because I am very strong for, you know, my weight or any way I wrestle. So, it really wasn't to be that big of a problem.
1: Well, h- how high did you get up to?
0: Uh, I've been up to ninety-five.
1: Ninety-five, man.
0: That's what I've. That's what I've. That's what I've seen. I, I might have been more, but I. I don't know. That was when I was. That's like that was the summer when I wasn't wrestling. You know, I wasn't. I was just training. I was just uh, coaching and stuff. So I wasn't really doing much. You know, work many workouts. Let's put it that way. Right,
1: right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's talk about you defending your title, having won it at 57 the year before. What's your mentality now as a defending champion going into last year? Was it harder to defend your title than it was to get the first one?
0: Um, I don't think it was just because I knew because I had more confidence then. You know, I won the title, so I, I had that confidence. Obviously, you have that pressure on you, but I feel like the confidence really helped me a lot. And, uh, developing and dominating more that's I mean I i am statistically wise my do- I was way more dominating last year than I was at 57 so I, uh, I'm i just going to keep aiming for that just keep dominating and just go out there and not not settle for a major decision I want to go up there for pins and techs and if I do that I can I'll progressively get better and that's how I think everyone should look at it if you're not going up there to score a lot of points then you're not going to it's not going to materialize as much for you so I think just going out there and dominating is the, the best thing you can do
1: but do you think guys wrestled you differently after you won the title, as opposed to before? Was it any different from that perspective?
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously they'll they'll be more like cautious and like like obviously like kind of like stall more. I guess you could say. Right. But uh, you know, if you if you keep attacking, they can only take so much. You know. Mm-hmm. So if you if you keep moving forward, keep moving forward, they're eventually gonna take a bad shot, or you're gonna end up getting a good shot off eventually, and then you'll take them down and work from there. So I think if you just keep attacking. And stick with your stuff. It's it it'll all it all come together.
1: So moving throughout the season, uh, what are the biggest challenges that you're facing throughout the grind of a, a regular college season? What have you faced, you know, outside of you know this opponent or that opponent specifically? Anything stick out to you as far as uh, something you've had to overcome, or or just maybe something a little bit more difficult outside of the norm, just throughout the season? Um, I would say.
0: Just uh, staying focused for a lot of people, it's is a big thing, you know. Because I mean, it's a long, long season. You know, you can you can lose your focus fast. You know, once January hits, the middle of the season, and a lot of times, that's I felt it. I mean, a lot of guys on the team, I've seen it. Like they'll they'll have, you have a rough January because they can't stay focused. You know, their weights getting to them, or whatever whatever the reason is. But a lot of times, the lack of focus is what uh, you know hurts them. And I my freshman year, my first year here, I. I had, my January was rough. You know, I had two lo- two or two losses in January, and I was beating guys by, like, two points. So the, And that wasn't me. So I realized I had to stay focused and stay positive. Another thing is staying positive. I tell everyone that. Staying positive is probably one of the best things you can do because wrestling is mostly mental. And, I mean, there's obviously a lot of physical there, but mental is, is a big aspect, and I think you just stay positive. That's That'll help your focus, too, at the same time. So. Well,
1: and one thing I... I noticed when I was looking through your stats, um, I believe you were taken down only twice last year. Um, yes, I was. And I, I have a feeling you remember those those two takedowns. Am I right?
0: Yeah, they're in my – I can, actually picture them there right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, what went wrong for you there? I mean, what's what's the key for you? First of all, that's an insane number to only be taken down twice. And I know that's something yeah. that you've mentioned, you know, be more dominant, be more dominant. But, uh, you know, what – when you're thinking about those two takedowns what are you thinking about what is it that's uh is that something that's just driving you
0: yeah well yeah that, that's exactly it. that me getting taken down twice is just driving me that much more but uh ha- what happened in those matches I, is exactly what I was just saying the lack of focus I was beating them by like the one guy I was beating by, like eight the other guy I was beating by like 11 and I had I lost focus I wasn't I wasn't doing the same thing I should have been doing the whole match, you know? So, I, I was, my legs were together, and they both got a misdirection double on me. Both, both, both takedowns were the same exact move. They had a quick misdirection and doubled me. So, you know, just staying focused in, in, in every aspect. But, yeah, like, it's just the, just the drive to dominate is what, what I think may, separates me from a lot of people. Because if I'm, I'm not dominating, I, I just, it, it eats away at me. I get, I get really, really frustrated you know, if I don't get a tech or or if I don't get if I don't get bonus points in a match, I'm I'm living with myself and I, you know, I really I really dwell on it. I actually I get mad about it, so I have to go back to the room and try fixing that. And I just keep attacking, attacking. So that's the biggest thing is just don't let you just gotta you gotta have the, the will to dominate. That's what it is. You know, I just I don't settle for you know decision matches. I don't like that. And It makes makes me very angry, and I do.
1: Do you think that ever has like a um a negative impact on you? You know, maybe you're too, uh, well, I don't know what the word is. Maybe, uh, you get overhyped. If you, if you give up something smaller, you don't get a major, or is, is that, you know, just a non-factor for you? It benefits you the entire time.
0: Um, I'd say a good, I'd say 95% of the time it benefits me because I want to take off so bad. I'm, I'm going to go and get it, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, but sometimes I will get frustrated and that might, might make me make a mistake, so there's also that aspect too. So, I mean, I just got to make sure I stay smart. But I, just, yeah, the whole getting frustrated thing—you just got to make sure you're smart and not like you know, go for a club and you know, just make do a stupid do a stupid mistake or make a stupid move, and they take you down. So you just got to stay smart about it. Correct. Right. But yeah, I'm not, I really don't get really frustrated until after the match. I try to stay pretty composed during the match until until after. So that's that's the one thing I do.
1: Okay. Let's move on. To your NCAA tournament last year, and and talk a little bit about that. Just first, you know, you had a really good tournament. You were pretty dominant throughout. Um, what were your overall thoughts of how you perform, performed? You know, looking back on your tournament last year, maybe compared to your tournament two years ago and three years ago.
0: Yeah, um, my fifty-seven year and my fifty-five year that I won, they're both. I scored about the same amount of team points. I think I might have scored one more than this last year because, but. Two pins, I think, helped a lot. But so the first two rounds, I got two pins. So I roughed pretty good. And then the quarters, I ended up winning like 18-6. And I was very mad after that match because I was up like uh, 11 to or 12-1 to 1 in the first period. Mm. And I didn't get the tech. So I was very, very mad about that. But, you know, I still got a major extra one bonus point for the team. So I couldn't be too frustrated. But definitely wasn't that happy with my performance in that match because I didn't finish the match like I should have. But then the semifinals match, I uh, I wrestled I wrestled uh, in good position, I would say that's one one way to describe it. I didn't attack like I should have, you know. Obviously Ben jo- or about Jordan's a great opponent, and I let sometimes I let that let that affect the way I wrestle. And I don't I don't go out there and try to dominate as much. I try to stay in good position and wrestle, you know. I don't really ever get scored on in those kind of matches, but I just don't I don't make it exciting for the fans, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like going out there and scoring a lot of points, and that's what I didn't do that that match. And in the finals, actually, I got the I got the I did for the finals because I didn't do anything all day. I had the hardest warm up I've ever had in my life. I literally went like 15 minutes, like pretty much live go. I don't know why I did it because I didn't realize how close my match was up. Yeah. After I did my, but well, I was like in the, within the first minute, I was like my body was just tired of that match of the finals match. So. I really had to just push through that. After I got the first takedown, and about two minutes in, I was like, "Crap!" My arms, and my shoulders, and my legs are kind of like shot. But you know, I blew, I blew through it, and then I went in by seven. Kind of mad I didn't get the major, but I uh, I blew through the match, and I was happy with it. I mean, I really, I left everything on that mat. Just put it that way. I was, I wasn't, I haven't been that tired after a match in a long time, so I'm, I was pretty happy with my performance in the finals.
1: Good deal. So let's talk specifically about a couple matches. Obviously, I think. You know, one of the most hyped matches for the whole tournament, regardless of weight, was you against Bo Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, at least from my angle, how much hype did you hear coming in to this tournament? You know, for that match, I mean, you had to hear a little bit, right? Was that kind of yeah in your in your head?
0: Yeah, did, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's people talking saying like, if there was one guy that beat me, it'd be him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't, I didn't really really focus on that. I just knew. I knew what I was doing throughout the season, and I was just going to keep. I was going to work my game and not really worry about, really worry about that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, he was definitely the guy that was told that he was going to beat me. But yeah, so
1: going out there, getting your hands on him, um, did that match sort of live up to your expectations? I mean, you you obviously you probably wanted to get him en route to your title, right? So. Did it go sort of how you thought it was going to go? I guess is what I'm asking.
0: Yeah, once I got a hold of him, I knew I knew he'd be strong. And I got a hold of him, I could feel it. I could definitely feel he was stronger than most of the guys out there. But you know, I just I i I've, after during while I was wrestling, I realized his I was I could stop his offense. Like I, he wasn't really shooting, blowing through his shots. He's more going like for like low ankles and stuff like that. So and I'm pretty good at defending that kind of stuff. Unless unless someone's blowing through me, that's where my problem is. You know, I still gotta, I got to get those hips in there, but. If he, someone's not blowing through me, it's going to be hard for him to take me down. So I, I, I felt that, and once he hit, I hit the first takedown. I hit a post high crotch, scored on that, and in the second period, he uh, tried doing a, like a high crotch or a double, and I pancaked him. And that's and that's when I realized that I think I had it, I had it pretty much locked up. And so the third period, uh, he ended up picking top, and I knew he was very good on top. So he so it was actually his choice, and he picked top. And he, and I was like, all right do this and so he got his legs in and he rode me for a while That was the first guy that rode me the whole year you know he, yeah. he's he's really i'll get him now. he's very really, very really good on top so but now he didn't turn me and i ended up getting out and on my way to victory but yeah he was he's a great opponent and i think he's actually moving up to 74 right now but if he comes back down i wouldn't wouldn't mind wrestling him again
1: yeah that was actually my next uh thought you know someone who likes challenges like yourself you like to challenge yourself push yourself I imagine you wanted to wrestle him again this year, but uh, we'll see if he comes back down. How about that? Um, mm-hmm, exactly. So moving on to your finals match against Taylor Walsh, Indiana. You know he's a funky guy. You know gets a lot of pins. Were you expecting it to be Walsh going into the tournament? No,
0: not at all. Actually, they they kind of I feel like they kind of messed up the seating a little bit. They had uh, uh, Moreno at number two, and I already got done majoring him twice. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. The thing is, he beat he beat Isaac Jordan, which kind of messed everything up. Yeah. I guess he like caught him and pinned him in the second period, or whatever, early yeah. in the year, and then they put him at second. So I think that and he lost like first round. So I think that that's what messed everything up. But oh yeah, and then who? Someone else got hurt, which put Ramos into the semis. I can't remember who got hurt, but
1: yeah, I can't, oh Isaac got hurt. Yeah, it, it was him. Like, he he ended up going to the yeah. backside and wrestling for seventh. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was, it was all kind of messy, but I didn't, did not expect for me to wrestle Isaac, I mean uh, um, Walsh, but, you know, I was prepared for anything, and uh, the cool thing is, you know, I wrestled a guy just like him the year before, you know, that's, you know, they were both very funky, Yes. but if you stay stay below the hips and don't, you know, don't get your hips up, then they can't flip you, you know, so I was used to it, and I was ready for it.
1: Did it make you nervous at all that that it was him, and, you know, he's a guy that you would think, statistically, you can go out and you can... You know, sort of have your way with him, if you want to call it that, get takedowns. But he's a guy that can end a match against anyone in a split second. Does that cross your head, make you any sort of nervous going into that match?
0: Um, Actually, no. Thank God I didn't think that way. Because if I were to start thinking about that, I would start second guessing it. Because I just thought about how I wrestled the guy just like him the year before. And uh, I'm going to, with those kind of guys, you got to put them in your kind of position. Like you say, if I'm on top, I'm not going to ride him because he's going to deal with those, you know. I don't know, turn back, you know, like third grade type stuff and try to flip me over. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just made sure I put myself in my position. Like, obviously, I just let him go and we wrestle on our feet and I get another takedown. And I would stay low on the legs. So, I pretty much, the main thing was just thinking about, putting putting myself in my position that I wanted to be in that ended up working out for the best. So, but yeah, he's, he's very dangerous. And I think in the when he took top, twice right away, first one was stalemate, but he went for a cradle right away, and he actually got his fingers together. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh crap, I guess I stay away from that." So then the next time he tried it again, and I ended up getting out. So I was just thankful he didn't get his hands all the way locked, you know. But yeah, there's there's definitely one time where I where I felt his funkiness for sure.
1: So when you get the win, it's your 100th, 100th win overall, which is a, a pretty cool statistic for an NCAA wrestler to hit a hundred wins and and to get it up on the raised platform in front of all the fans. What's that moment like? Can you put that moment into words? Uh, You've had that moment twice now of being an NCAA champion. But what does it feel like, you know, to have that audience, that crowd, that atmosphere, the lights, the stage, and you're the guy that comes out on top?
0: Oh, I mean, it's amazing. You know, obviously, like I said before, I was so tired at that match, I couldn't even think straight. So, I mean, I really didn't sink in until, like, the day after or when I was on top of that podium. Now, that's when I really realized I did something special. And uh, yeah, it was it was an amazing it was it's an amazing feeling you know yeah. having two titles and I still got one to go it's, it's pretty cool I'm I'm excited to I'm excited that I did it for for my school too you know I, they've done so much for me and I can't thank them enough so
1: so you you had a thirty three and O record overall and twenty eight of those wins were by bonus point my question is what the heck happened in those other five matches I mean you had five not by bonus points that's kind of pathetic alex
0: <laughs> yeah actually a couple of them three of them i think were by seven points and another two them two more or one other one was by six so i came close to to all those being majors too but just couldn't couldn't quite get it but yeah it's you know that's exactly what i said before you know just trying to go out there and dominate not settling for you know you know three point win or two point win you know and i, and I hate that and you know obviously the fans don't really like it either and i think about that too as well yeah. So I think just the hatred of not doing what I want out there is what drives me to dominate so much.
1: So do you think that is sort of the key to success to sustaining your success over the long term? Because you've had you have quite an impressive record. I mean, your whole career, but you've won I think fifty in a row is the number. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's the key to that that longevity? You know, staying on that mental edge, staying focused the entire time, every match. And and right now for you, 50 matches in a row since you haven't had your hand raised. I mean, that's, and also to do it in dominating fashion. I mean, is there one key that sticks out for you?
0: Yeah. Well, my freshman year when I took third losing in the semifinals in that close, 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 close call. Right. Um, I think that's, I mean, I never been so sad and mad in my life and I, I never wanted to feel that feeling again. So I think that's really, really, really pushed me to go out there and, Dominate more and obviously win, but not not leave it in the not leave it in the refs hands, you know. Because that's I I haven't been in overtime since, and I and I don't plan on ever going back to it because I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling inside of me even having a chance to to lose like that. So that's another reason why I go out there and you know go out there to score points so many times is because you know I never want to I never want to feel that feeling again. Just put it that way.
1: No, absolutely. All right, let's transition a little bit. I like to sort of shake it up, and and for the young listeners at home who are just getting started in their wrestling career, how did you get your start in wrestling? What sort of drew you to the sport and uh, gave you that fire?
0: Um, so I had three brothers, and you know we were always wrestling around or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I was always very athletic and very you know I'd always used to wrestle around with my brothers, and I you know I was really really athletic, just put it that way, and my Second grade summer, I went to summer school, and my mom chose to put me into wrestling, or I said, yes, I'm, I'm gonna do that, and I tried it, and I was just throwing everybody around, just like little kids, just throwing them around. at the most improved, and, like, I got quite a few medals for that thing, so. And after that, my mom was like, all right, we're gonna put you in the club wrestling. And ever since then, I fell in love. And another thing is, what the re- one reason why I got to where I the day today is my parents put so much into me, you know, took me to the best practices, Best practice partners, and I think that's the biggest thing, is having the the practice partners. And obviously, there's another thing is going to the competition. If you're gonna re- if you to you want to beat the best. You got to wrestle the best, and that, and they took me all around the country, and that's huge. You know, to all those parents out there, they should definitely invest into taking those taking their kids where where the best wrestlers wrestlers are, because that's that's how it, what's going to make them better. You know, if you wrestle with someone every day that is isn't a good practice partner, it's not it's not going to help you at all. It's going to make you worse because you don't and you're not getting the right feel. You should. So I think that's the biggest thing. Me growing up wrestling with Jesse Silky every day was the biggest thing for me because I mean, he whooped my butt for so many years, but at the same time, he's such a good wrestler. He was helping me out so much. So I can't thank him enough for all that, that he's done for me.
1: Let's expand on the importance pl- family has played for you. I know that, you know, after you committed into Oklahoma State, you moved to Oklahoma State, your, your family and... They're all in in Stillwater now, right? I mean, your brother wrestles for, mm-hmm. for Stillwater High School, um, so you so your family's still there. You still have your support system, even though you know you you moved from uh, Wisconsin to uh, Oklahoma State in Stillwater. So, how important has that sort of dynamic been for you to have have such a strong knit uh, family support system?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. They they're, they're the ones that took me all the practices all those tournaments across the country. So, I mean, they're, they're the number one reason why I am here today. You know, they're, they're the number one first, first, first reason. So I can't thank them enough. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I was here for two years alone and I was doing great things already. So my parents were like, Hey, I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss this wrestling anymore. And at the same time, my brothers have better wrestling down here. So it's just helping them out more as well. And, uh, I, yeah i just they're, they're just great parents and i think every parent should treat their kid like that and take them take them to all these tournaments and to the best practices because in the end it's just going to help them more and uh, i mean obviously wrestling is also not just a sport it's a lifestyle and it'll get you ready for later in life so every parent out there should should recognize that and do something about it
1: are we going to see some uh another daringer and a cowboy singlet pretty soon that's not you
0: yeah for sure um I don't know about Jordan. He's he's still figuring out what he wants to do. He, do. he doesn't know yet. Yeah. But uh, Tyler, Tyler, my other brother. He's going to be a junior this year. He'll definitely wrestle for the team eventually. I think he's been talking about it. He wants to. You know, I don't know if he'll get a scholarship. He's. I mean, he's he's done some good things, but he hasn't he hasn't really done anything at Fargo yet. So he still has to he has to do that yet. And if he can, maybe he'll get a scholarship. But I know he really definitely wants to wrestle for LSU, and there's no doubt in my mind that he he won't. So he'll 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 be a good addition to the team too. He's a he's a great kid and a great wrestler. So I'm excited for that.
1: Cool, man. Um, so you mentioned Fargo. Uh, can you talk about your takeaways from you know your high school days in general wrestling? You know, wrestling in Wisconsin. I know you had some battles out in Fargo, and I'm pretty sure we saw NCAA finals match. That was a Fargo finals rematch uh, between mm-hmm. uh, you and Dylan Ness. You know, what um, What are your major takeaways from your high school wrestling days before you moved into the college scene?
0: I'd say the most important tournament for me was Fargo. You know, that's what got me recruited by Oklahoma State and all the other schools I recruited by there. That's where all the coaches go to to see what wrestlers they want because, I mean, it is the biggest high school tournament in the world for, for USA or whatever. So, um, yeah, I ended up taking five firsts there, two sets uh, – one second and a third, two thirds as well. So I got a time all American there, and you know I recommend every kid to go there. And not even, I mean, obviously there's a lot of kids out there that just do folk style, but I also harp a lot in doing freestyle and Greco too, because that'll that'll make you more versatile. Like with Greco, upper body and like freestyle, just it's just different aspect, a little different kind of wrestling. So it, it'll it'll help you in a lot of different things if you're just doing folk style. And that's one thing I really 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 preach on is actually going out there and wrestling Freestyle Greco, at least trying it and not just focusing on folk style because when it's all said and done, after college is over, all you have is Freestyle Greco. That's like the main, that's like the top pinnacle of wrestling is only the title and world title. So, it's good to get it in now when you're little because I started in my fourth grade and I fell in love with it right away and that was some of my favorite styles. So It's very very important and I think Fargo is the I mean, where you where you want to go to get recruited.
1: So, talk about your recruitment a little bit. At what point did you start getting phone calls, letters, whatever it may have been, and what led you to the decision to attend Oklahoma State?
0: Um, so I think I think July is the date that they can start calling you after you're in the air. I believe mm-hmm. July, I think. So, whatever that day was, it I had a few calls coming right away. But uh, so I got recruited by. Quite a few good teams. My top four, I narrowed down to four schools, which was Wisconsin, Mich- Michigan, Central Michigan, and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was actually one of the last schools to call me. But the thing is, when Coach Coach Smith called me, and I, I knew right away who it was, you know, it was, it was a pretty awesome feeling, and I know what they've done. Um, so I, I picked them to go to official visit right away. I was like, yep, that's one of them. And then once I got there, on an official visit. So I only went, a couple weeks before, I went to Wisconsin on an official visit and I was the only one I went so far. Mm. And I really, really liked it. But they didn't, they they decided not to give me a full ride because they had Justin McCauley in front of me because he was the number one recruit then. Right. And uh, that was kind of a spectacle in that. I was like, I'm I'm from the home state and they weren't giving me a full ride. So I was kind of selfie about that. And I went to Oklahoma State And, uh, and I just fell in love, you know, the, the love they have for wrestling over the passion they have for it, you know, what they've accomplished and all that kind of stuff. It just, it it fit me because I want, I know what I want, even after college, I know what I wanted to be Olympic champ and they had countless, I mean, they had like six or seven of them, you know, so, and they had two of them that were two time Olympic champs. So, you know, in order to do something, you got to see it get done and Coach Smith did it. So I decided to follow him and, you know. I can. I'm just gonna follow him, be like a fly on the wall, and just listen to everything he has to say. And that's one reason why I wanted, really wanted to come
1: here. You got any good Coach Smith stories for us that are uh, iTunes appropriate?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. He's a goofy, he's a goofy guy. He's a, he's a really fun to be around. He's a <laughs> yeah. He's just really goofy. And uh, he's a, one thing I will say. He's always about being tough, which I think is good. You know, that's. Because once you get to college, toughness is—I mean—that's what you need. If you don't have men- the mental toughness, you ain't, you're not going to make it. And well, there's—I've—I've I've seen many guys fall off because they're—they're they're not just me- mentally tough enough. And but yeah, he's—he's a, he's a great guy, and I give a lot of my stuff to him. He's a great coach, and jeez, he's—he—he he, he knows it all, and I just listen to everything he has to say.
1: Let's piggyback off that a little bit. What is it like wrestling? For such a tradition-filled program, the winningest program in NCAA history, you know what's it like being a part of that?
0: Oh, it's great. You know, that's uh, there's, there's so much, there's so many, there's so many statistics out there that are just people won't even believe when they hear it. Like there's one that one the one thing that really got me here is when I heard him say there has been Olympic a guy can come a guy that came from good State that's been on Olympic team since 1904. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't jumped yet. So. And this one, the 16, we got a few guys that are going for it. So, and, I, and obviously, the statistics are showing that one of us is going to make it, you know, mm-hmm. because there has not been one since 1904. And that's the one reason why I really came here. And it's just amazing. And I think that's what made me so much better is because I, cause I wanted to be one of those guys. And that made me, it, drive, it drove me that much more, you know, just being around those kind of guys. And I wanted to be just like them. So it, it made me that much better.
1: And a couple of those guys in, in the room. You know, early on for you, you got guys like Chris Perry and Tyler Caldwell who have all these All-American honors, Perry, a couple-time national champ. How important was it for you to have those influences, you know, outside of the coaching ranks to have those guys pushing you in the room when you were young?
0: Yeah, it's just like leading by example. It's just watching those guys and what they do and mimic them, it'll 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 help you in the long run. You know, we got Chris, Chris Perry, Todd Caldwell. Uh got Jordan I mean, yeah, Jordan Oliver. There was Coleman Scott there training for the two thousand twelve Olympics. I got to watch that and that was that was something crazy to watch. He was he was in there every day, him and Guerrero. Guerrero was about as good as ever at that point. He could have probably went out for another team if he wanted. That's how good he was getting. But yeah, so just to watch them every day and watch how serious he was about it. It was it was pretty cool to watch and for him to take there in the Olympics, you know, the way he did it at the trials and all that, it was it was very, very it was a great, it was a great example to watch. And it was, that's, that thing that helped me a lot too, just watching that.
1: Let's talk about your team a little bit. This team for 2016, you know, it, it has a lot of expectations of it to, to say the least. Um, what are your overall thoughts on your team composition uh, for this season?
0: Um, I think we have a very, very good chance. You know, we're very, very deep in our weights, like coach Smith to say, we're very deep. And, uh, And it's only going to help our number one guys, you know. There's so there's there's so much competition, so much, so competitive in the room, you know. That's only going to help us. It's going to help us a lot more because I mean, obviously, if you have a lot of competition and how competitive is in there, it's going to make you better. You know, it's not if you don't have the depth and you just be nothing on someone every day. It's not. It's not going to help too much. You need those guys that are going to push you, you know, to make you better. So I think having this this depth that we have is going to help a lot in the long run. And you know, we're going to start. You know, we always end up starting slow. I mean, obviously, we still have a lot to work on. We're never going to be where we want to be right away, but you know, Coach Smith always gets us there. And ever since I've been here, he he made us way better at the end. So I'm excited to see what happens with this team. We, I think we're, I think we're going to win it this year, and I'm very excited to end in Madison Square Gardens and and go out, going go out with a big bang.
1: How important would it be for you to get the team title to sort of cap off your career? It would be the first in a decade and it's 2006 last title I believe for OSU coincidentally also the same year that the last time OSU had a three-time national champion ground um in Jake Rochalt. but Mm -hmm. uh, you know how important do you think that would be for your legacy um just I mean personally for you
0: yeah that would just add on to it I mean I can't I don't even think I'd be able to describe that at this point it it needs to happen before it does because that's I'd be a crazy feeling, especially because some sometimes. I mean, Madison Square Gardens. You know, going for my third title, going for the number two all-time in winnings uh, winning last behind Coach Smith. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going to happen this year, or that can happen this year. We just got to we just got to you know make it all happen in the room before we can do that. So we're gonna work hard this entire year, and if it happens, it's yeah, it's it's hard to explain how how, how pumped up and how excited I'd be for me and my team.
1: Oh, I hear it in your voice, my man, definitely. Um, so that kind of piggybacks onto my next question. You would be the 16th OSU wrestler to win three NCAA titles after this year if you win it. Do you ever think in terms of your legacy about how you want to be among the greats of all time? I mean, does that, does that cross your head? Is that a driving force for you?
0: Um, oh, yeah. There's. It's definitely there. I mean, I try to think about two months how I get – get it over my head but you know and if i went out this year i'll be number two right behind coach smith so that'd be that'd be very very cool to to be a part of part of that list and and uh yeah I'm missing it. I like i said i have to go out there and dominate like i haven't before if i do that i think i'll be i'll be, be at the top of that list i hope
1: so let's talk a little bit about your all-star match coming up uh, you're wrestling mm-hmm. ethan ramos north carolina uh, I don't believe you've wrestled him before. Um, he made the. I wrestled
0: him actually at the at at the duel. I wrestled him at the duel last year.
1: Okay, you wrestled him last year once. Um, so mm-hmm. so taking that match into consideration and and knowing that he sort of, you know, had a breakout NCAA tournament. You know, got the All American honors. You know, what what is your strategy going into this particular match?
0: I'm just gonna go out there and wrestle like like I you know like I always do. Just go out there and attack. And I mean, he could only take it so long before I could get, get that takedown. So I just stay stay on the attack, moving forward, in good position, working on my working on my my shots. I'm um, I should be fine. You know, working hard on top, going for that bar, trying to turn them, get that four near fall that they just started doing this year, which will definitely help me this year. I think it'll help me get me quicker to that tech fall or that pin. So,
1: do you like having this all star match? Really early on in the season, uh, as your first match, is that a good uh, good wake up for you? Get the juices flowing. Yeah, it's for like a good season.
0: measure measuring stick, you know. See where I'm at in the season. See how see how I'm feeling. See see if I need you know work how much to I need to work on and all that kind of stuff. So I'll see. Okay, I'm rushing the number three guy in the country, so it'll see where I'm at this at this point in the season. And I think same with last year, you know, I left the number two guy in it, you know, I ended up beating them not by much. I didn't wrestle like I could have. I was kind of cautious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I wasn't that Joe Jordan match. So just got to go out there and attack and see where I am in, this, in the beginning of the season.
1: Another cool event you're going to get to be part of, uh, Grapple on the Gridiron. You're wrestling Iowa. I mean, I think it's it's less than three weeks out, right? So it's, uh, it's pretty close. You're wrestling outside in the football stadium. I think they have close to 30,000 seats already sold out. You're going to be wrestling in the largest crowd to ever watch wrestling in the United States. Uh, how cool is yeah. that, that going to be for you?
0: Yeah, there's, it seems like there's, there's so many cool things happening this year. I, I feel like it, it's going to have to be a great year. Because, I mean, you've know, you got the gridiron, you got Madison Square Gardens, going for my third title, going for a team title. There's all these things that, that can happen. And it's just so exciting to think about. But, yeah, going on the gridiron thing, it's, I mean, yeah, that's going to be a great experience to be in the one of the, the biggest duel of all, all time in college, so. And on on the football field at that, which has never happened before either. So it's it's going to be very cool, and I'm very excited for it. I don't know what they're going to do about the the whole cold letters weather thing, but whether they're going to have like a heater heater down there, but we're going to have to yeah. warm up very very hard before you know.
1: That's what i was so, going to say.
0: Um, either way, either way, I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, just make sure you get you, get your sweat going. Probably is a good idea. Yeah. Before that one, we'll be wearing extra extra sweats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, you mentioned all the events that are happening this year. Is there any event that you most look forward to each year? Is there any any match? I'm not talking like specific wrestler, but like a specific match. Like you're wrestling Iowa, you're wrestling Oklahoma, you're wrestling NCAAs. I mean, what what unique event I'd do say, you say. Yeah, go ahead. I'd
0: say I'll, I'll go with the three. I'd go three. Obviously, the Gridiron Irons going one of them. And then obviously, scuffle. That's always a great term. That's a fun one for me. I love going there and wrestling. Always like the best, best wrestling there. So that's another one. And then obviously, nationals. Those are my three ones that I'm that I'm really really looking forward to.
1: A little bit different topic, but uh, how are you able if you're able to compartmentalize wrestling? Is there a way that you're able to do that, get away from the sport, not uh, you know focus on the pressures of becoming a three-time NCAA champion? You know, uh, what what do you do to sort of get away?
0: Um, a lot of times, you know, I'm hanging out hanging out with my girlfriend. To not, try not to talk about it. Once you get out of the room, don't talk about it that much. You know? But try to get your mind off a little bit. Just you know, play play FIFA, you know, do homework. Get get your homework game, focus on that. Um yeah, I play a lot of FIFA. FIFA's my game. FIFA. I play a lot of FIFA. Okay and I really enjoy it. What what
1: do you <laughs> yeah, that, that's
0: one, I I'm kind of a you know I I play with Real. I ain't gonna lie. Oh okay. A lot of people play with Real though. But I play with Real or Arsenal. And that's yeah, that's one thing. I play with I play a lot with my teammates, and that's one good way to get your mind off things. Along with obviously doing homework too, you know, focus on that school thing, get get that degree. I'm graduating this year, so I make sure I
1: focus on that too, you know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, since you are graduating, you're bringing it up. Uh, what does the future hold for you? As far as, uh, you know, how long how long do you see yourself wrestling? How uh, what at what point do you decide? Hey, I'm going to use this degree that I got.
0: Yeah, I mean I got a pretty good plan. I think I got a plan that I am going to stick with. Um my plan is to stay at OSU until least, at least 2020 until I get done with uh this my second Olympic run. Yep. And then maybe see what happens from there, maybe stay here, I don't know, if they get any coaching, coaching job here, I don't know. But uh we'll see what happens there, but at least until 2020 I want to stick stick and help help out and wrestle at OSU, you know, obviously stick with coach Spence and help him help him become the best wrestler I can be. And that's one one thing I really plan on doing, and then after that, we'll we'll see where the world what the world gives me, you know, where it takes me.
1: And just one, but I
0: definitely want to coach. I, I want to coach for sure. I want to coach a college team.
1: Heck yeah! I think you'd make a decent coach. Uh, you might have a little experience under your belt. Just one last thing uh, before uh, before we get some final thoughts: uh, the Hodge Trophy. How, how important is that to you? You think? Uh, you think you're going to be in position for that?
0: Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I'm number one contender for it. But uh, last year, I came so close to getting it. Obviously, uh, Logan Steber got it, you Now winning his fourth title and all that definitely helped it a little bit, I think. But you know, we had a pretty similar. You know, we had I had actually a couple more bonus point matches than him, but he had more pins or whatever to make his team point thing ratio go up more. But yeah, so he just he had a couple more pins than me, which helped helped his up to this um winning a little easier. But, yeah, I, I feel like I came pretty close last year, and I just got to, like I said before, I got to go out there and dominate just as much, if not more, than it did last year. I think I think I should feel, you know, there obviously is uh, Isaiah Martinez, which is which is uh, going out there and scoring a lot of points, too. So I just got to make sure I go out there and score more than he does.
1: So let's say you and, and gwzdowski end up with three NCAA titles each. You both go undefeated this year. Should we set up like a, a you versus him kind of match? Uh do you think you could you could take Wiz? He's a big dude.
0: Yeah. I'm mean, gonna i don't have to do a lot of circling. Okay. Fire him out somehow. Stay stay I mean, I wrestle with Marvin sometimes. just I just try to try to stay stay away from him kinda. You know, he's a they're they're big dudes. They are yeah. big dudes so can not I mean my my whole thing is tying up, but I don't know if tying up would work very well with those kind of <laughs> guys. <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. It'd be a cool little event.
1: I wouldn't mind it either. Maybe we can set that up. I'll I'll have <laughs> his people get a hold of your people. I'll set the whole thing up for you. Um, all I'll right, man. Uh, so lift a lot of weights. Yeah, lift some weights, man. Drink your protein. Um, so uh-huh. you, you can follow Alex on Twitter at uh, Ringing57. Um, again, he's a two-time NCAA champion. He's a junior world silver medalist for the United States. Uh, he's going for his third NCAA title this year in Madison Square Garden. Alex, before I let you go, just uh, any closing thoughts, uh, Any anyone you'd want to thank or any, any just final words um, before we uh, get you out of here?
0: Well, I'm just going to thank my, my, my family, my coaches, my teammates, and uh, I'm really excited for this year. It's going to be a blast.
1: Awesome, man. Look forward to watching you out there, and uh, thanks for taking the time. Really appreciate it. man.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: That's it for today's show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, Hop on iTunes, subscribe to the show, give us a nice rating and review. It is much appreciated. But now for everyone here at USA Wrestling, I am your host, Richard Immel, reminding you once again, don't just settle for the win when you can score bonus points.